I love you. Heyo, and welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorge. And I am the Faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. This is Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. And we're talking about TV Mm -hmm. today. Uh, We're talking TV. HBO made a show. Did you know they could do that? They did. Did you know they? Yeah, can do occasionally that? they do. Occasionally yeah. they do, and occasionally they're really good. Um, I watch one out of every fifty of them, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I watch more. I do know. I do, but yeah, they. Got I was gonna say the the few I have watched on there have been good quality. Except wasn't the Velma show on there too? The Velma that show was, was not very good. Okay, to be fair, it was. It was good quality. Yeah, good quality. At, um. Uh, almost said acting but that's not what i feel about it uh it (laughs) good quality animation though and uh the voice cast was good uh but yeah for the most part for the most part yeah i could not finish it though no i didn't finish it it was not good acting. i tried it's good i really tried well it was really the script i mean how could you i'm sorry it's not good if you're a fan of Scooby Doo, don't watch no. Velma. Unless yeah, you're like, I, mean, like, I am all. Sorry. <laughs> and like I am, I am all for the changes they made. Yeah. Like that's all good. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about this before, but it's just like, you know, go ahead and change whatever you want to change. That was fine. It's just that writing, as you said, woof. Yeah, it's not good. Woof, like Scooby Doo. Get gross. it? Woof. Oh yeah. Scooby Doo. How do you how, well, I mean, how dare you do, uh, I mean, maybe Scooby appears in at the end. I didn't stick around to the end to find out, but it's like, how dare you do a spinoff right? and have Without the dog, the dog included. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. All right. So like, even just make him, make him a pet of Shaggy's. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to talk, but just like give him a fucking dog or something. We're, yes, I agree. I 100% agree. We're not but talking. We're not that. talking about that at all. We are talking no. about The Last of Us, another HBO show. Uh, that right. is based I... off of a video game series. It is. Have yeah. you ever played the video game series? I have not played the video game series. Have you? I have. I have. Okay. I didn't get far in it. Okay. I was. It was in college. I was um, supposed to be working on a team project. <laughs> uh, well, sorry. I was that person that uh, in a team project atmosphere... Um, normally I, I, I would give my all, I would try to help, but when it came to computer science, I found out really quickly that I was not smart enough to do computer science <laughs> I not, and not in like a terms of general intelligence, but in terms of like understanding yeah, the concepts, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, like the basics, I got that down pat. I loved coding, like programming was fun. I really enjoyed learning code languages and everything. That was great. But like once you get into the harder concepts to make better efficient programs and to do all this cool fun stuff, I was like, I'm lost. <laughs> and my partner knew that. He knew that I was very lost when it came to the project we were working on. And he was very lenient because I mean I I, I gave maybe thirty to forty okay. percent to the final project. I tried. I really did try. Um but at the same time he knew that where we were stuck at was something he was gonna have to fix. 
And having me over at his apartment was just more of a courtesy to be like, I understand you're trying. At the same time, you're just stupid. Let me handle this. Here's a video game. It's called The Last of Us. Have you heard of it? And I said, yes, I've heard a lot of people talk about this. It's very fun. I just see him like holding the the PS4 disc by the corner, like the the case. Here you go, Greg. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. You play this. You yeah, play you this. Play. I'll work on the computer. Yeah. Here. Good here job. Go. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> and I played it. I played it for about two to three hours while fielding questions when, you know, he would always toss me questions. Right. Again, I was actually trying to help this man. Yeah. Um, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't that smart. And, you know, he, he would toss me questions He'd be like, what do you think about this? And I'd be playing the game and be like, yeah, yeah. Like, he was very good. I, I enjoyed him. We were friends. He understood what, that I was trying to help. So it was nice. Um, but at the same time, playing the video game was hard as fuck all because I, I played it on hard mode because I was stupid, but I was like, I can do this. And like, you know, I played it on hard and in that mode, you basically have no ammo and Jeez. you're always dying. And that's why did you, play you know, it from on the hard? little bit I played with the sh- I don't know. I, I think I might have wanted to impress him a little bit, you know, just be like, Haha, I'm a gamer. Yeah, I was not a gamer. I was far from it. Oh, no, it was it was difficult, though. But I will say that from the little bit I played, and I've watched other people play this game, like Ron Volmskald, I believe. I watched him play it. Um, and then a couple of YouTubers. They are deadly accurate with this fucking show. Like, they did such a good job at taking the video game changing bits of it to make it very interesting and make it their own story cool but at the same time staying very loyal to both the characters and to the overarching plot points like people they meet things that they do yeah like really well done this show like in regards to accuracy if if people are out there complaining that there's still no good video game adaptations then you haven't watched The Last of Us. I'll yeah. say that up front. Like, Whoa. This, so this what show were the old the video game adaptation adaptations correct. that they thought were good? Well, I mean, nobody. There's people who are complain that there's never been a good. Oh, video, I thought you video said there's adaptation. no more, and I was like, No, oh, sorry, I might, I might have said no more, but I, I <laughs> did not mean it because. Yeah, there, I've heard so many people complain about, and, and I mean, I've, I've been that kind of a complainer too because it's like. I don't know, when it comes to, it's like, we're going to take this video game and make it into a movie. Why? Just play the video game. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I never understood, you know, I never understand it because the video game's already there. The story's already told. So this why wouldn't you want to have more control over it? A bad example, but I feel like in most cases, uh, besides this, this is also an outlier of what I'm about to say. But I feel like if you're going to adapt a video game you should probably make it a story that isn't in the games. You know what I mean? Mm, because like you said, yeah. because <clears throat> and like, like detective Pikachu, it. like detective Pikachu. It, my example was going to be that Assassin's Creed movie, but detective Pikachu oh, God, yeah. is definitely a better yeah. movie, even though it's, <laughs> <laughs> even though a lot of people don't think it was very good. I remember yeah. having a good time. I, I, I couldn't give. I remember having fun yeah. to it. No, it, it was definitely like I hear what you're saying. Like, and I agree. Like, but I think this. I think The Last of Us did a really good job at taking the story arc because there's so many different plot points in that game, and they did it so really like pretty yeah. fucking well. Like yeah. all the plot points are the same, you know, and and they did a, you know that that stuff's beautiful. 
Um, so yeah, if, if you are one of those sticklers, um, you just haven't watched this show. That's what I'm going to say up front. You know what? Like, I just realized that what you said was accurate because uh, both Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh are pretty good shows. Okay? That's and fair. Yeah. Not, yeah. I guess technically they were card games instead of video games. It but still Pokemon works. has still plenty works. of video games. Exactly. <laughs> So good, you made me feel smart. Then. Yes, I appreciate you're it. smart. Then uh, before we before we def- dive into the synopsis, can I give a shout out? Yeah, sure. Um, this one goes out to Bryce. I don't know if he's gonna watch this episode, but that motherfucker nagged me for I don't know four months about this show. Like I don't know how long this show's been out, but like ever since it started, it came out. He's been like, "So, Greg, have you watched the show?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't seen it yet." don't fucking talk to me for the whole day. And he would walk away. And he'd keep doing this to me over and over. He's like, did you watch it? Did you watch episode three? That's the one I want you to watch. Did you watch episode three? And I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. I haven't watched it yet. Like, motherfucker hasn't seen Lord of the Rings, hasn't seen Star Wars. He hasn't seen so many other movies in the end. But if you don't watch my I was zombie at show, I was at fault for not watching his zombie show. <laughs> Uh, this one's for you, Bryce. I don't know if you're going to listen, but I love you, buddy. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's get into the story. Uh, or should we do... Yeah, we usually do synopsis first. So, uh, yeah, Joel Miller, uh, played by Pedro Pascal, uh, he is with his brother Tommy and his daughter... Uh, uh, his daughter's barely in it, and so is Tommy, really. But Tommy's played by uh, yeah. Gabrielle Luna, and um, they are together when the world is infected with this new mushroom parasite called a. Um, these things really do exist in the real world. They're called cordyceps, cordyceps, and they are. Uh, if you have heard of those ants that get infected with mushrooms uh with a fungus and it spouts out of their head uh that is what they're referring to and um so they're say so they say that you know currently these creatures cannot survive in the human body long enough to fully infect it however um with the changes in the environment uh in this world this creature evolves to be able to attack human and it spreads very aggressively right. and, and quickly. <clears throat> Which is like, you know, one, it's ridiculously scary. Yes. Because the way the show sets it up, the way the game sets it up, like, and, and the way you just set it up now, that's plausible. Yeah, I know. Like, that, that really does make sense. <laughs> it's like, fucked. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. And, like, I, you know, looking into it deeper, you, you do see that there are scientists who have actually warned about this. How, you know, fungi and everything is, you know, it, it could be dangerous if it needs to evolve to live. Yeah. And it's scary stuff, man. Like, it really is. And then I go out mushroom hunting, so you know, <laughs> who am I to blame for wanting to eat all these fucking beautiful fungi? <laughs> yeah, uh, you said you haven't and gotten to go they, yet. They do this year. 
and that you wanted to. I, yeah, I haven't been able to. No, it makes me really sad. Like every every time that the weather's been good, I've been busy, and then the time when I get the free time, it's fucking cold again, and like winter's right. upon us, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, it's pissing Hopefully me off. Be this weekend. Gone. Now I was looking, you know, I was like, maybe I'll go this weekend because I, I'm not able to go home for Mother's Day. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, but at the same time, it's going to be fucking raining down here uh, all fucking weekend. see, though, like, that's good for the mushrooms, though, for the next um, the next yeah. day. So yeah, go Monday. I'm, I'm trying to work overtime and, and <laughs> walking in the rain for like three hours in the in the cold like yeah. tree tree lands. I'm liable to get sick. Yeah, that's true. And I wouldn't get my overtime paid then. That's true. <laughs> so it's mushrooms or overtime. So uh, I have I have outdoor complaints myself. My yard has so many ticks. I hate it. Oh yeah, it's awful. Fucking hate that it. Sucks. They're yeah. in my pants sometimes. The, Hate it. Out in the boonies. Yeah. I need to either I I I don't know. You know, I try I I was trying to delay using bug spray for the longest time because the dog, garlic, licks at it and that can't be good for right. her. But you know, I can just wa- use a wash rag after I take her out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Or you get a family of possum. Hear me out. Yes. Let a family them live of possum. Chicken coop. Yeah. Nothing's in there. Yeah. 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 They are friendly. I mean, obviously, garlic would she try would to be killing them. them so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's an issue. I understand that. <laughs> but I'm sure you can fight, figure a workaround because those motherfuckers love ticks. Like, they'll eat your ticks. Yeah, they will. And, but and are America's only marsupial. believe that they would eat. The quantity of ticks that would be helpful to me. <laughs> oh, I I could believe it. I could totally believe it. At the very least, they'll put those fucking ticks in a, a fear for their life. You know, <laughs> they don't carry disease. That's you know, crazy. they're they're beautiful things. Yeah, uh, I mean, people think they're ugly. I think they're beautiful. I really they're do. Like, a creature. Yes, I'll get some for you next time I see a possum and he like rules I, over to play I dead. You just I'll just put him up. in a box. I'll bring him to you. Yeah. <laughs> populate oh god. i got you i mean honestly <laughs> sarah would not mind so there's that yeah i was gonna say i, I feel like sarah would love a good possum <laughs> they're so cute they're so cute okay anyways anyways uh, the world sucks and people lose a bunch of people and time passes uh his daughter like dies 14 years man yeah like it's ridiculous it is ridiculous how much time passes it from but like, i mean it, it, it really is establishes that like hey this world is going to be completely different than what you right. expect yeah um <clears throat> i mean the game does do it too the game does have a time jump you play the intro to like learn all the moves and stuff and then like you know that's the intro is is the death of his daughter which is sad yeah um but it's also the outbreak the initial outbreak and, and it's also frigging just saying that's true <laughs> Yeah, it is. Well, she's got way more of a character, though, than most Fridge characters. I will that say that. That is true. She, but. Yeah, she, she has a big role for the first 20 minutes of that episode. That, that, this <laughs> is true, but she is just in the show to give Joel uh, right. a broody motivation. Right. 
But to counter that again, that they introduced the character of Bella Ramsey, mm. who is um, in the game. She's voiced by uh, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Audrey Johnson. Audrey. Uh, Ashley right. Johnson. I Ashley. Believe. Ashley Johnson. Thank you from Critical Role and so many other things. Just absolute beautiful actor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's the voice in the game, and that was one of the drawing for ports for me. Is who watch primetime TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta remember that. <laughs> I've never even watched that show or seen it. She's anywhere. good in it. Uh, so it I, I, I know did she's put in the it, show down funny. after they like solved the mystery and then reset the mystery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's good in it. That's good. And so is, I mean, honestly, so is her replacement here in Bella Ramsey. Um, mm-hmm. They are just oh, yes. absolutely stellar as Ellie. Like, literally, I watched this show and then I just like turned around and watched a YouTuber play it, like run through the game, and I forgot how like mildly different Ellie is in the game. Mm. Like, there's there's small differences, but it was just like when when the game was happening, I was like, "That's not Ellie." Like, that, what? Who? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, right." You know, Bella Ramsey did a little bit of like. Yeah, different characters. Yeah, their own characters. It's yeah, yeah. phenomenal. It's really still, good. how how beautifully like loyal to the adaptation <clears throat> it was. She, like it's really it's really amazing how they did this. They are a very talented actor. Um, they I I thought so when they were in Game of Thrones. They're only in like six, maybe seven episodes. Who were they in Game of Thrones? I didn't they know they were. They are uh, the Lady Mormont. Who takes over uh, as a child? Uh, the hmm. yeah uh, after um, I, I I guess after whoever was in charge of the family, other than uh, Joran and um, the Lord Commander. But gotcha, because he renounced his title. I, think I just, but yeah, it, it, I feel like I just got to her and. The books because I'm rereading I'm rereading them and I think there might be more like Liana might be more important in the book than I can't remember. And she's such a small character and that yeah sure. you're right like I guess it is would only be like six episodes. But you know the, the anyways the time that they are on screen Bella Ramsey d- demands the attention and it and they work so well as a child who's forced into that position to be a leader. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's really good. Yeah. Like, I, if really you, if you really like, actors. yeah, they really did. Uh, if you really liked Bella Ramsey in this, I recommend just going, if you don't want to watch Game of Thrones, go just watch her scenes, their scenes. You know, I can't do that. You know, I can't. <laughs> well, I do this. My brain needs the full thing or not all right. at all. That's why I've never gotten into TikToks and, and YouTube shorts because it's just like, watch this short video. I'm like, I can't do that. If I watch one person's short video, I've got to watch all their fucking short videos, and I'm not going to get lost in that fucking mayhem. Uh. But no, you, yeah, Ellie in this, um, Bella Ramsey's character, Ellie, 14-year-old girl, born after the initial right. spread. So she's, you know, I can't remember what they call those babies, but like, you know, it's, the, it's their version of like, you know, how we have the, yeah. the baby boomers. That's what they these ones were, the post- Basically, like nowadays, the post-pandemic, you know, any kid coming after COVID, post-pandemic baby. Um, But yeah, she, um, 
Ellie finds out that she's immune. Uh, she's, you know, in one of the episodes, she's, you know, they have a flashback right. to her hanging out with a friend. They both get attacked by the, the zombies. Um, she gets bit, but she's fine. She, you know, it takes usually, like, I think it was 24 hours to um, infect her from the area she was bitten in. Right. And, you know, after 48 hours, nothing. After a week, nothing. And this, uh, this and it's, undercover... It's pretty, I like, mean, pretty fast. Like, if you get bit, yeah. you got, like, a day, maybe two. Maybe two, yeah. It, if you're, I think if you're bitten in the leg, it was like two days. Like if it's furthest away from the brain or whatever. Right. Probably but like if like, they um, didn't get an artery, it might take longer. What is that? What is that group of people called? Um, the fireflies. The fireflies. Thank yeah, you. It's fireflies yeah, and Fedra. And it, it, what was the other Fedra, one? Fedra. Fedra is the government. Fedra. That's uh, right. They are. Uh, basically they the military took took over martial law whatever and now the organization that they have is called fedra and they have fortresses all around uh, quarantine quarantine zones is what they call them that's like the cities now that are under the control of fedra oh that was one of the coolest shots too is when they show boston because that's like where um where uh, Joel and Ellie both are in regards to the beginning of the show. That's right. Uh, they're in the Boston quarantine zone. There's just like one shot from very far away within the city. The shot is, but you can see how like all the buildings are destroyed and everything and how the city has now conglomerated in the very center in that yeah. quarantine zone. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool because it, also, it shows you how so much has changed. And also how, how much is lost. Uh, from, yeah, from yeah. People. Uh, so Joel in the town, they he has a partner that they they're kind of like mercenaries, really. Like, but you get the uh sense that they stopped doing the bad jobs and started making more friends. Uh, you learn later that, especially at the beginning, like after Sarah died, Joel did some very, very bad things. Uh, in the name of survival, but also, you know, there were other ways, uh, other ways that he 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 was just so trapped in grief that he was just, you know, yeah. And, uh, one of the people that he did it with was this partner. Well, they probably did do it too, but that's not what I meant. Um, (laughs) but the character (laughs) I'm talking about is played by Anna Torv, uh, from Fringe. Uh, and I'm sure other things, but that's the only thing I really remember. Yeah, her literally, it was hilarious because I um their their character's name is Tess. That's right, and uh, Teresa Servopoulos. Um, thank you. And I went to I like I watched because I can't binge watch shows, sure. right? Like that's impossible for me. I watched one episode a day, maybe two if I was feeling frisky. But, like, I watched the first episode, and then the next day I went to work, and I, like, walked up to Bryce, and I was like, hey, Bryce, you know what would have gotten me to watch this show much faster? And he's like, what's that? And I was like, if you told me that Anna Torv was in it, and he's like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was just like, I knew you wouldn't, but she's she's the lead in the TV show Fringe, oh, and that's one of my favorite shows of all time. So she's like, really good, too. Like, I she's think... She's so amazing. I think maybe the reason why she hasn't gotten more roles is because 
she kind of has a a bit of a gruff maybe even masculine uh uh personality yeah she usually does play more like action heavy yeah. characters too yeah and and and, and, know, and some people in the industry don't like that for females yeah yeah so, some people don't like that in the industry and uh i i think that and they're they're, very, they're stupid yeah <laughs> anna yeah. torv is great i want more anna torv i think I know she she's would been be a really stuff, good Sarah but i want Connor. more anna torv like if they did like uh, a more recent reboot of terminator which they're never gonna stop making new ones so that's not gonna happen yeah they, they never will but i wish they would yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i do think she w- would have made a, a very good sarah connor type character for sure yeah 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 she's got she's got a lot of um she reminds me a lot of kate blanchett and many yeah, times that she and does like and like yeah just I don't know. Make a movie with Kate Blanchett and Torv's sisters, like that something. Would be cool. I want more Anna Torv. Damn it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that could be cool. In this show, I will spoil. I, I won't spoil everything, but I will say that Anna Torv is only in like two or three episodes. Three episodes so like, yeah, yeah. Don't don't go in like I did, being like Anna Torv. Yes, I mean I love Pedro Pascal too. He's so fucking hot and he's a great dad. But like, I mean he's not a real dad in real life, but like he is internet daddy. Like, you know, come on. Yes. Like, I love I love Pedro Pascal. We'll, did, we'll did, gush over him. He was like such a good dad too, in 1984. Such a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But no, I really, I really do. Uh, you know, I do love Pedro Pascal, but for the first two episodes, I was like, yes, Anna Torv. I yeah. haven't seen her since Fringe. And they, I was turning it in for that. She was pretty good in it. Like, it, it, it's, it is beautiful. a small yeah. role, but for those three episodes, she is a main character. And this, yeah. like a lot of other zombie series out there, when I say a lot of other, I mean The Walking Dead and their subsidiaries, they can make a character <laughs> feel important and then kill him off in a couple episodes <laughs> yeah i honestly hate that though i do I really too hate that i do too it's, a, it's the same thing with game of thrones yeah like, yeah for sure <clears throat> it's uh, like don't make me fall in love just to just for just a to rip the, the, the rug out from under me that is honestly kind of how i feel about episode three a little bit because it's so good oh yeah it, yeah, we gotta <sighs> talk episode three. That's so, that is the best of the season. Mm-hmm. I will say that immediately. And it's the it's 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 just like um, so it's a thing in Doctor Who too, where you know you have an episode without your main characters, and yet somehow it's the best yes. of that entire season. Yes, because it's like Doctor Who, you know, Blink, That's where really the Doctors, episode. you know, he, all. He's yeah. just in a videotape for the whole right. episode where it's just like him telling the character we're following, hey, don't blink or right. these angels will get you. And that's it. Right. And, and it just follows this completely other character. And this episode has Joel and um, not Ellie in it. Bella. But it has, it has um, Tess in it as well. Joel and Tess. Yeah. Uh, because they are friends with Frank and Bill. And, and you know, so we're kind of jump, jumping into it a little bit. But Bill is played mm-hmm. by Nick Offerman, and Frank is played oh. by Murray Bartlett. 
and uh, they meet yes. each other not too long, uh, maybe a couple years after the uh, infection starts, and they start a relationship. Uh, Bill honestly has not come out as gay, uh, and he's a survivalist, and he meets Frank, and he like he hates people. Bill hates people. But oh yeah, it's beautiful. For some reason, he like it doesn't take him very long to fall in love with Frank. And and that is because yeah. Murray Bartlett really is charming in this. Uh, he's charming. He really is. Yeah, he's charming in uh, really the other things that I've seen him in too. Which the main thing, and most recently is the white is the White Lotus. They played Armand oh, in in uh, the first season of that. Very very good character. Uh, totally different character. Uh, he's got like a New Zealand <laughs> accent in that. Um, uh, also gay, but very more forward with it. Um, that's right. But yeah, like, yeah, they're really there, good. There's something about Bill and Frank where it's just like, I don't know if, I mean, Bill is just because he was, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't even know himself. I right. don't think, no, I think no, there was no. like a, a, yeah, like obviously, I feel like you know he had inner desires and everything, but like he had closed that himself off from a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Frank, I feel like it was more of like a surviving kind of thing, where you know he he hid his personality more because he didn't know who Bill was. That's true. That's <laughs> like, true. But yeah. somehow Frank sees it in Bill and helps yeah. him come to terms with it by sleeping with him. And it's good. Yeah. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and then it's like that whole episode, it's just it's just like twenty years but glimpses, you know, glimpses at, at certain moments throughout this right. twenty year relationship kind of thing throughout this pandemic. And it's so fucking beautiful. Really like I was good. bawling with tears but, by the end. But killing like, killing the queers is a trope that that Hollywood should get I, yeah. away from, but it still was a I don't very feel like, beautiful romance. If yeah, that was the whole movie, uh, the whole show or a movie rather, I, I would be right. completely satisfied because the whole the whole episode in itself is completely satisfying, and it makes them yeah. so that they're not background characters at the very least. Yeah, I mean, I feel like though. That in regards to the show, like if you, it, it's the same thing, if you wanted to say that, because it's like same thing as the fridging, mm. my argument against it is the same, same argument there, where if it was killing the gay characters, it would have just been like, hey, we had these two gay characters that are dead within five minutes. Right. This they, one like focused on their whole life, right. but the problem was for the main characters, to get to the next plot point, these two, you know, like they were, what had to happen, yeah. had to happen. Yeah, but they were also hoping for their help. I mean, they do get their help, but it is uh, posthumous for the two characters in question, Bill and Frank. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I really love this episode. It's really like, good. I, I, I really did think it was one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. Like, because I watched the whole thing and was just like immediately in love, mainly with like Nick Offerman's performance. He's really like, good. Yeah. I've only seen him in comedy roles, really. 
where you know he has his version of that comedy, mm-hmm. which is always wonderful. And he he is of course like he is a manly man, mm-hmm. you know. Like if I were to like think of, um, like my ideal, you know, like if I had to like think what is a man, I think Nick Offerman usually <laughs> because I was just like you know he's he's got this beautiful charisma. He's very right. kind. He's not afraid to talk about his emotions. Right. Like he, he's. He is a beautiful man, and he also has a great sense of humor. And then he plays Bill. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of Nick Offerman in Bill. Definitely. But, like, there's so much, like, so much depth to that character. Like, he did a fucking yeah. phenomenal role. Both of them he did, He is a, a great emotional actor. Like, I, I feel like everything yeah. I've seen him in, he is Nick Offerman. Like, even, um, he was in uh, Pam and Tommy. I talked about that a long time ago. Uh, yeah, and I did not watch it, but I yeah, remember you talking about it. He was this porn producer that worked with Rand, the guy that stole the, the tape. Uh, yeah. And that character, I mean, it's still Nick Offerman, but it's Nick Offerman high off his ass on coke. So <laughs> <laughs> He's got range. He's got range. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, sadly they uh they are um past when the main characters come to yeah. to receive their aid. And that pushes the characters further onward. Uh, because again, chapters. uh I don't think we I don't think we really mentioned, but like uh Joel is trying to get Ellie to the Fireflies across the country. Right. Like he's trying to get to I think Oregon. I think so. And, and they're in Boston. Yeah, and and on the way he wants to find his brother. Might be Seattle. You know, last he heard of his brother. Might have been, I'm not sure. I mean, he wants to he wants to find his brother because his brother was keeping in contact with them across radio, but then he just went dark, yeah. and so you know he's he's Joel's fearing the worst. He wants to go find the only family he has left, right? And along the way, brews this beautiful you know father daughter relationship with Ellie, which is just it's really phenomenal good. how they both work into each other. Yeah, it's like, really good. Uh, so yeah. they, like I said, there are several chapters. Like, uh, they yeah. they come across cannibals. They they uh, come across another town of actually decent people who almost don't let them go, uh, because right. they're trying to keep secret. Uh, and obviously they come in contact with plenty of infected, and yeah. uh. Yeah, there's just so many things. Oh, yeah, of course. They, uh, there's they come to another city. I believe it was in Delaware, but I'm not sure. And the people have taken over from Fedra, and they're just like yeah. kill. It's like the um, the whatever the the terrible times were called in France. They're just fucking killing everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. There, there's it's, just so it's... many pictures of humanity. Uh, and it's funny too in that episode because the um, the leader of the the people um, is a character in Two and a Half Men. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and their name it's very weird. is uh, Kathleen Melanie, Melanie Col- Linsky. Yeah, Melanie Linsky plays Kathleen Colin uh, Colain. I I'm really bad with Irish names. It's Irish Scottish names. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, and I thought she was going to be a main character. That's one interesting thing about this show. Like I said, they introduce characters that yeah. seem like they're going to be important, and then in the long run, they're not really. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's more it's more episodic, yes. even though there is that that long arcing story between um, Ellie and Joel. Right. It's very episodic in that, you know, each episode is pretty much its own thing. It's, it's, it's like now Ellie and Joel meet these people. That's and right. Here we go, you know. Well, you know, I, I, I would say at this point, we either take a soda pop break or we do closing statements. I, I'm really not quite sure what else to I mean, talk about. There was one other episode that was very much, excuse me, like, episode three and it's towards the end mm-hmm. and that is how ellie found herself in the hands of the fireflies in the first place um right i can't remember what her friend's name was she's only in this one episode best friend riley is it riley Storm Reed, yes, yeah, Storm Reed playing Riley Abel, Thank you. an orphaned girl, who yes. was Ellie's best friend at military and they, school. And they were roommates and everything, and, uh, you know, they reveal to them, to each other at the end of this that they really have very strong feelings for each other in a romantic sense, and uh, that's it's yeah. really cute. Uh, so, Riley knows that the Fireflies are going to ship her out because she's deserted for Fredra and joined the Fireflies. So she has uh, not abducted. Uh, that's not the right word. But she has helped uh, Ellie escape for the night, which seems to be something that they do on the regular. <clears throat> right. And they went to this mall that they thought was off limits because it was full of uh, infected. Or what, what do they call them? In the in the show, um, I can't remember what they called it. It's it's something to do with the mushrooms, but I don't remember. A- anyways, yeah, I don't think they I don't think they called them cordyceps, but like that's just the virus. That's the um, yeah, that's the 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 mushroom that is actually killing them. That's what the family name of it is. But Riley shows Ellie about around this mall. Uh, and all the great cool things that you could do at the mall, ending in like a Halloween shop or something. And uh, the whole time, Ellie is like, hey, if you're just going to leave me, you should just go and stop <laughs> doing all this cool, fun stuff for me. And being kind of a little bit bratty about it because she's upset that, you know, her yeah. crush is leaving her. Uh, really, her right. the only love that we know about for Ellie is is Riley, and uh, then spoilers they get attacked, and Riley dies, and Ellie doesn't, and then yeah. uh, being that it was a, a part of a Firefly pa- base, I believe the mall, they do get found by uh, this Firefly leader. That apparently actually was the one who sent Ellie to the military base, but we'll leave that for the viewer. But anyways, this this episode was also very touching, and I, I thought you know having the episode with Nick Offerman and um, 
the other character, Frank. Um, (laughs) 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 I think that it really fit in the show, the way that this show is told. Yeah. And I I just thought it was a great addition. um, Yeah, I agree. Because otherwise you didn't get this background story with Ellie. Like, you get it with Joel, and and you got to wait a long time to get it for Ellie. And and it's really good. But I think it works perfectly with the moment that's going on in the present day story, yeah. Because that one's kind of told in tandem with, uh, with in tandem. I mean, with with that story, um, and it's really well done. Like I really enjoyed that stuff. There's even another episode too. Um, we got I, I think before we wrap up, we got to talk Sam and his brother Henry. Is that right? Oh, yeah, Sam oh, and Henry. That's right. Uh, Henry they is were the older in... brother, played by Lamar Johnson. And Sam is uh, played by Kevin Montreal Woodard. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's in the it's in that episode where with yes, the uh, with, that city we were talking right. about um, with Kathleen. Yeah, uh, and they're on the who, run. Yeah, the, the from yeah, Kathleen. trying like they're yeah. the, Kathleen's main focus is to kill Henry and right. Sam because she's really mad at them. So she has this whole city out to look for Henry and Sam and and. and you know, Joel and Ellie find Henry and Sam. And I love, I love their story. They're two brothers. Henry's doing everything he can to keep his, you know, to, to protect Sam. Yeah. And like, it, it I like this, this show has so many different, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, hold on a second. Uh Oh, look in the light. It's gone. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> this, uh, this show has so many beautiful moments like that. Just beautiful, yeah episodes story arcs yeah. character lines vignettes there you go that's the right word yeah i guess this is my closing statement now too if that's all right yeah that's cool but like it's it's fucking great like it really is fucking great and like they even um you know they they give a shout out to the voice actors of the last of us and that uh you know troy baker and ashley johnson both yes. have small roles they in the sure, show as well they sure do ashley johnson's was really good uh, it was so good. It was really good. And I, I was did, really I happy guess I too. missed Troy Baker's. Is that what you said his name was? Troy Baker? Uh, yeah, he, he just plays a um uh, a henchman or something. I can't remember, honestly. Um, oh. It says here he is David's right-hand man. He was uh, David was the preacher of this group. I remember now. Oh, I remember his character. I see. Yes, um, yes I remember. Yeah. There, that's another, uh, another town that Joel and Ellie come across. And uh, I, we won't spoil that one, I don't think, because uh, that one's pretty dark. Apparently, <laughs> Laura Bailey was a nurse. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. I didn't see her. <laughs> I, I didn't either, but I just saw it in the cast list. That's hilarious. Uh, That's I believe cool. that she is the protagonist in the sequel, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, uh, Audrey or whatever her name is? Oh, I have no idea. I can't idea. remember what. Here, let me look up The Last of Us I never played The Last of Us 2. I know they they teased her at the end of this show. Um, there oh, was a teaser did, for yeah. her, Abby. 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 Oh, it was a badass female. I've never seen photos of Abby when the the game was coming out. Anyway, but like Ashley plays uh, Ellie's mother in an ep- in a flashback episode, and it's like I don't know. The, my closing statement is I fucking loved it. Like it four star show. Like great adaptation. Great acting. Uh, Pedro Pascal is amazing as Jewel. Like, everything I would want from a live-action Jewel. 
Like it's and again, very both characters are very loyal and very yeah. different. And it's the same with you know with Bella Ramsey. Phenomenal. This is my introduction to them, and I love them well, immediately. Then maybe you know? I can persuade you to check out a movie that they have on Amazon. I uh, can't quite well, remember what the title is right this minute, but it is about. It's in. Uh, it's a period piece. Uh, probably really early. Catherine called Birdie. Yes, that's it. That's the one. A historical comedy. Yes, and it looks rather good. And I think maybe we could pair it with something. Maybe even um, uh, there's this movie about this Swedish queen. I believe she's Swedish. Uh, that did not want to be considered like a queen she wanted to be considered like a king i think her name was Catherine. uh but anyways that's all i gotta say i'm down yeah i just found out also that bella ramsey is in a doctor who video game doctor who infinity so <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> now i can always say that you know oh bella ramsey and yeah she was they were in doctor who <laughs> yeah video game you know they would be a good I'll add that to somebody. Doctor Who. They should be in a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> they really should. Yeah. I mean, they got, they already got, uh, Maisie, uh, Arya Stark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maisie, Maisie Williams. Williams. Yeah. That's right. Well, just get the rest oh, of the my closing Game of Thrones cast. That's right. Uh, oh, I, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's a very good show. Uh, I, I give it a face and a half. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the ending, I think, was rather good. But I all it also yeah. was like not what I was expecting. What by also being what I was expecting, you know what I mean? Um, right. The character makes a choice that you don't want them to make, right. but at the same time, you're like, I understand why you're making this choice. Yes, and it is a good story all all the way around. It's a good story, but I do think the ending it might leave some folks upset. Just fair warning. But it is very good. Uh, you know, if you're going into this not looking to be upset it is a zombie series and i'm sorry you're probably going to be disappointed yeah you're going to be very <laughs> upset <laughs> it's like i want to feel happy i'm gonna watch the walking Dead. <laughs> no. no sorry <laughs> if nobody that's watches your happy that show place, for a happy good time that's your happy place that i'm sorry about your life uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's uh, the show. Let's finish it. Yeah. Before we're all turned into zombies ourselves. That's right. Oh, I feel it. It's crawling we on my arm. We had a zombie outbreak on... Uh, we had a zombie outbreak on Gorsh. It was pretty interesting. Oh, really? Did you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that anybody, not that terrifying. You know, get sick? Return? No, nobody I knew. No, it oh, was just good. like... There's like... Okay, so there's four continents, and right. it was on continent... Like, you know, a continent I'd never go to. It's, that was the shithole continent, you know? That's what it was like, named? <laughs> shithole continent? No, that's what we called it, oh, you know? Okay. <laughs> we were like, oh, the shithole continent. But it doesn't like, have a name, yeah. this continent. Many Gorshans were like Trump, yeah. Oh. Well, nobody would understand the Gorshan language, and oh, I don't want to say it. All right. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It makes some... Yeah, no, it makes some human ears bleed, oh. and I just don't want to... Well, I yeah. don't have ears, but we are hoping that the humans listen to it. Yeah. So, thanks yeah, for listening to our show. If you enjoyed it, you can join us down at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. 
Uh, we do another show there called Bangers and Hash about movies and TV Yay. as well, but it's formatted differently. And uh, yeah, there's other great things there. So that's the show. This is I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.